thank you everyone for coming on this uh, beautiful Sunday morning. I, I, I know I've been looking forward to this for a long time. I was speaking to them before. I've uh, been uh, really trying to make this happen for many months, so I'm glad uh, we were able to work. I saw that the whole world was actually counting down for this last night, so I think we're all very excited about this. Um, I, I just wanted to quickly thank the sponsors. Everything that I wanted to say, I really, I spoke to them before, so I'm not going to waste everyone's time. But uh, just Rob, I want to, to thank uh, Rabbi Kalish again. We're, we're very, very excited to have him here. And I could say on a personal level, all besides for my Rabbanim who, who live here, my parents and my whole upbringing and everyone else in my life. But um, Rabbi Kalish specifically, the Torah that you give and the Mahalik that you have and, and um, the clarity uh, that, that you gave me on... To, to always be a genuine person. Uh, as the people at the Night Seder know, I only, I only deal with genuineness over here. And, um, and uh, just uh, to recognize the godless in each person, it's, uh, I can't say I do it, but I, 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 it's in my head to really try. And, um, and, just it's, uh, and I even bought the, uh, a recent book just because I saw the, Mahal, the, the Haskama from the Rav, which I would say, Raising a Loving Family, of Shimon Russell. I recommend to everyone, once I saw the Rav's uh, Haskama, the approbation in there, I just bought it and I, and I haven't put it down. So, um, I just want to thank uh, the sponsors for, for the breakfast and the shiur, the, the, the Kuna family, for the Hatzlacha of his family and their family, the Afriyat family for Fosh Shlema Chanabat Zulika, and Anonymous, uh, Anonymous Bakr Baskut Shidduch for himself and for all the single men and women in Klal Yisrael. Um, again, thank you to the Rabbi. I want to just introduce our Gan Chaim to say his Diver Piticha and thank you. Thank you, It's a great honor and privilege, Be'emet, this morning um, <clears throat> to have Rabbi Kalish with us, to speak with us. Um, on a personal note, I have a tremendous, tremendous akata tov to the Rebbe. We consider you the Rebbe of this generation, of this dough. And we hope and pray that many, many Rabbanim will go in your light <clears throat> to bring out the light of the Nishamot of Klal Israel in the most genuine and real way, in the most loving way. You know, we just read yesterday in the parasha, Yehuda pleading with Yosef before he knew it's Yosef and saying, How can I go back to my father? Without the Naha, without Binyamin, how can I go back to him? When his nefesh is Keshura ben when they are bound together, when they are so tightly connected, and as many of the Mifashim say, well known, that that's a question that we have to ask each and every one of ourselves, we have to ask ourselves and say, Ki lavi, when the time comes after 120. How can we go back to Shamayim, to our Avinu Sheba Shamayim, Vehanar Enenuiti? Without the Naal, without the teenager, without the child, without the precious Neshama that was entrusted in our hands. That many times we overlook, many times we don't notice, many times we don't appreciate, we don't value properly. And to have a gem of a Gadol among us that illuminates our eyes to be able to see, to see the greatness of every Jew and to give over such love, such real ahava. It is, there's no doubt 
that it's reciprocated from Shamayim. I just want to point out in today's daf, in today's daf yomi, nedarim daf samechet, we have the word kalish. <laughs> Did you notice? <laughs> when the Gemara asks, if, if, when two people are needed to do atarat nedarim, and one does his share of the hatara, so is it megas guys or, or is it miklash kalish? Unbelievable. Does it mean that each one is taking care of his share of 50% of the nether, or is he mitigating 100% of the nether, making it, making it weaker and weaker? And Rabbi Kalish, you take the Yetzel Hara and you make it weaker and weaker in this generation when it's only becoming stronger and stronger. <clears throat> We're so grateful, we're so thankful to HaKadosh Baruch Hu to have you. Thank you for coming. We know it's not easy. And uh, without any further ado, b'chavod. I wanted to thank Rabbi Ben Chaim. It's an honor to be here. We share much in common. At the start, we're both, I, I happen to appreciate Rabbi Miller a lot, Rabbi Vigdor Miller, and Rabbi Ben Chaim is somebody who's been impacted by the teachings of Rabbi Vigdor Miller. We share a love. Rabbi Ben Chaim has a son who is a tremendous, tremendous person who has impacted me, impacted my children and impacted many people I care about. So we share a love of his son. He's somebody, Rabbi Ben Chaim, is somebody who's an anav, who's humble, who's a very honest and real person, and just somebody I've taken a tremendous liking. I wish, if I had more time, I wish that I had more time to pursue this friendship, but it's something to be here today in his presence and in his beautiful shul. It's a beautiful place. And there should just be tremendous amount of Ali of Ruchnis in this beautiful place. Yidin should come together and grow together and get closer to Hashem in this beautiful Makam Torah, in this beautiful Makam Tefillah. I wanted to thank Rabbi Mordechai. We've become phone friends over the last many months, and his desire for Ruchnis, for words of Divrei Torah, is something that you can sense and understand, and meeting him in person. You can clearly see it. He should be Zaychahim with his Mishpacha, with his wife, to build a beautiful Bayis Neman Yisrael, have Nachas from all his precious children. I want to thank everybody for coming. It's a Sunday morning and coming out. We all have busy lives and busy schedules. Yoel and his sister here, everybody, everybody, Aikis, everybody for being here. Rebelli, it means a lot that everybody's here. I want to share a Dvar Torah thought to start. I want to share something that's on my mind. I haven't shared this with anybody, this proud with anybody yet. I'm not saying this. When we study Torah, the Torah talks to us. And we're supposed to process the Torah through our lives, through our systems. 
Yavan, when Yavan wanted us, we're coming off the Yantav of Chanukah, wanted Lashkichim Torah Secha, forget Torah, Chazal say specifically they wanted us to forget Torah Shabal Peh. Torah Shabal Peh is the Yid that puts Torah into his system and runs it through his system, Hashem's Torah, that we call that Torah Shabal Peh. It's the Torah that exists in every single Yid. It's the Torah that our Rabbanim, through Amelus, through toil and Torah, through seeing the world, through lens of Torah, Yavan did not want that Torah, that literally, it's in our blood, it's who we are, it makes us up. So I come here, and Rabbi Ben Chaim is somebody who is a sincere, authentic person, and I want to share something that I'm thinking a lot about. This is not, I am not coming to say this is pshat and the psukim. That's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is that these psukim are resonating by me and telling me something. And from the psukim, I'm hearing something. I want to share this with you. Yosef Atzadik, after he reveals himself to his brothers in Parshas Vayigash, he sends them back to tell Yaakov Avinu he's alive and to call Yaakov and invite Yaakov Avinu to Mitzrayim, to invite Yaakov into Golos. And he says, he sends his brothers and they leave. He sends them away from Yosef after he tells them who he is. And he sends them when they leave. And he says to them, very interesting, it says it after they left, almost like he calls after them. It's very strange. L'chayri, he said this to them before they left. But the Psukim say, V'shalach es achiv. He sent his brothers, V'yeleichu, and they departed. V'yayim And then he says to them, Altir gezu Don't fight on the road. Chazal say, Aderech Eretz. This is, you can't make this up. On the way here, we, I, I, I came in with my wife and we were supposed to stop somewhere and I'm not exaggerating one bit. My wife said, you just missed the exit. We were supposed to stop. I said, I'm so sorry. I was preparing. I was, I was hazarding. I, I, I was hazarding over trying to organize my thoughts and I apologize. I was organizing my thoughts and I didn't see the exit because I was... And I was thinking about Altir Gezubaderech. I was thinking about this, which Chazal say, Mamish this Pasuk is what I was contemplating. And Chazal say not to learn Iyun on the road. You can get lost. Chazal say, Derech Eretz, we have to keep the Derech Eretz. And don't learn Iyun on the road, because if you learn Vlech Derech, one could study Torah on the road, but not Iyun. Light things... If you study Eon, you can miss the exit that you're supposed to turn off, which happened to me this morning, amazingly, thinking about Altir Gezubaderech, a little hypocritical. Nonetheless, Altir Gezubaderech, just true story, I missed exit eight. I mamish what happened, thinking about Altir Gezubaderech. But I wasn't thinking about learning Eon, I'll tell you what, I, what I'm thinking about. So it says not to learn Iyun. Chazal say the Medrash don't learn Iyun on the road. It's not a good idea when you're traveling. Focus. Make sure you get the right directions. Don't learn Iyun on the road. And Yosef HaTzadik told that to his brothers. Rashi brings a Medrash that he was worried they would get upset at each other. 
He was worried that on the derech they're going to start handling Mechir Yosef, whose fault? Who did what? And they would start arguing amongst themselves, whose fault is this? Did somebody speak Lashon Hara, which aroused our sinner to Yosef? And, the, and he was worried the brothers would fight. And he said, don't fight on the road. So we have a chazal, don't learn eon. Don't learn eon. Reiges is mecham when people are getting all riled up and learning. On the road, don't learn the eon. We have Rashi's drash that don't get into a fight about mechiras yasef. Let it slide. Don't talk who did what, whose fault it is while you're on the road. There are other midrashim. And they're, they're obvious questions. Now, it's an important derech eretz. It certainly makes sense. And it's an important derech eretz. When you're traveling, focus on the road. Be safe, of course. Very, very important. Person's driving has to be very safe and careful and be attentive, if not speed, chas to drive safely, and that's very important. And in a medrash we always have to learn simple pshat. Very, very important. I get upset if my children speed. I get very upset. Person has to drive, and Chazal are saying to be very attentive on the road, to have healthy driving habits, traveling habits. And the simple pshat is true. And Yosef Atzadik was teaching his brothers Altir Gazubaderech. Simple pshat. But anybody who says that's all the time, maybe that's what the Torah means. I'm not looking to say more than the simple pshat, which of course is true. The problem is that the people have traveled before this. The brothers traveled from Yaakov Avinu, and Yaakov Avinu didn't say, That derech eretz could have been taught elsewhere. Other people have traveled in the Torah. And the very brothers, the Ache Yosef, traveled from Yaakov Avinu, and it doesn't say there, Altir Gzubaderech. So while it is true, the Pshat, that one has to have careful traveling practices that are safe, and one has to deduce that from here, and don't learn this Chazal and be dangerous. And certainly one has to be safe and practice good dry travel practices, for sure, and take practical from the Chazal. But that can't be all it's saying because people have traveled earlier in the Torah and it didn't give this advice of Altir Gezubaderech. A matter of fact, the very brothers left Yaakov Avinu when he didn't say it. There are also the Mashmois and the Psukim. If he had advice on the traveling, it should say it before Vayelechu. They had already left Vayelechu. They were traveling and it almost sounds like he said the message after. It should say, he sends his brothers, he says, and they went. But the Torah first records they traveled, which says to me that this wasn't really instructions about their specific journey here. That's why the Torah first said, this wasn't the specific advice for right here. And I want to share something that I think is being said here as follows. Chazal say not to learn Iyun when you're traveling. Growing up as a yeshiva guy, and I think many yeshiva, many, many people here will, I think, relate to this. There's a big struggle in yeshiva. There's first seder and second seder. 
first Seder, the tendency to learn very, very careful, we call it the Iyun. Second Seder labeled Bikeos. To explain what happens always when you learn your thinking. There's never a time you turn off your brain. There's never a time you read through Gemara and don't think. There's no such thing. But there's different ways of learning, quicker and slower. I want to explain it much more. Always be'iyun. The reason we learn Tyre, the Iker of Limud, is iyun, is to understand with depth, with understanding. Run the Tyre through your system, through your inside. Ponder. Vigisa bayayma balayla. Higisa's hegyon libi, his thoughts. Ponder Tyre day and night. Of course, always thinking when we learn Torah. But there's two ways to study Torah. And first, say there, we always move very tedious and slow and analyze every point. And second, say there, a little faster. And I want to tell you, and there's a tension, how slow, how fast. It's a tension, anybody who studies Torah. I want to know a lot. I want to know it well, how slow, how fast. And I made the following observation in my own learning. When I was in high school, I wanted to finish Mesechtas because I frankly wanted to make a seum so I could show off to friends. It was competitive. And we wanted to, we wanted to finish a lot and chazer and do it many times. And it was a competition and you wanted to hold your own and make another seum and another seum. And then if you could read the Hadron in a way which shows that you know it already, Whoa, you, so of course, of course you're learning a lot. You get a little older, you want to tap in to more lishma, and you start learning slower, more careful, stop being motivated by just making siyumim. And I noticed on myself that the mesechtas I learned when I was younger, faster, quicker running to the siyum, I knew much better bi'iyun in depth than the mesechtas I learned when I was in base Medrash and, mo- and, and more motivated to understand and learning slower. And it, ironically and strangely, when I looked back when I was in Kailo, I said the mesechtas I learned when I was younger in many ways I know much better. I was in 11th grade to learn at Durham with my father with Afyami's learning right now. When we got to that word, miklash kalush, it was very painful to find out that kalush means weak. So the Rav came today and said, like a pshat that was an ayin toy pshat, I very much appreciated. When we came that and found out in 11th grade that kalush means weak, and I didn't, Yoel knows I'm competitive, that was, oh my goodness. But kalush does mean weak, I admit it. And... And I learned it during by my father, and we learned the whole Masech. That's the only Masech in Shas I was to learn cover to cover with my father. And, and those Masechtas I, I had better than Masechtas I learned more meticulously, more careful, slower. And I asked myself, what, what's going on in deciding how to learn? And I want to tell you something fascinating that happens. If we would together look at a piece of art, a beautiful piece of art. This show, this, this is beautiful, beautiful place. Could you imagine if I would start analyzing the show and look like at a little room? You'd miss the whole picture. And it's true, this is beautiful. It's very 
something precious and gorgeous. The Beis Hamikdash was blue, the Galei Hayam. There's a power to blue, the Shamayim Chelas, the beautiful, beautiful Beis Knesses. Sometimes the mind will step back and see the whole thing. There's a tremendous beauty. And sometimes in analyzing one detail, you don't see the whole beautiful picture. You get stuck. And you're stuck on a detail. Step back, see the picture, enjoy. And I found on myself, when you study Torah, sometimes see the whole sugya, Get the whole law and the whole halacha. Step back, see the whole picture. Of course, there's a place to analyze pratim, details, but there's also a time to sit back and enjoy the whole thing. What we'll call bikirs and bi'iyun, it's all iyun, but it's being ma'ayin in a broader sense, see the whole thing. And I discovered on myself that when I was willing and able to see the whole thing, we have questions. And as you're reading, there are things that come up. This is, it doesn't fit. Stop, stop. Read the whole Gemara. Finish. Let the Gemara talk. Observe a little bit. Be a bystander. Let, let Chazal have their chance. In a classroom, you picture the overzealous student. If we're in a dafyayma, we quickly want to ask something. Sometimes you have a kasha, you didn't hear the rest of the shir. Because something struck you. I had a mice, Rebbe Chaim quoted the Rav Shli, to quote it in the Pasuk. I, ha- I got an aliyah a couple of years ago. And something was on my mind. And the Balkair, it's in Levi, it's my Aliyah. I, was, I got Levi that, I was called at Yamay, Daniel Pimchas. And I get my Aliyah. And the Balkair, Yaakov Hillel Goodman, Rav Yaakov Hillel Goodman, a local from Five Towns, a Talmud Chacham Muflug, special person. So he, he was the Balkair. And he reads the words, Eich Elel Ovi Vanari Nenu Iti. How can I face my father? And the lad is not with me. And it struck me, I couldn't go on. If you look at the Torah, the Levi, during Levi, is supposed to turn the Torah and go to the next column. And the Balkaira will always ask the guy who gets Thalia, like, like turn, he'll turn his part that he can access. I turn my part, but I was done. My Aliyah ended, I missed, it's a Pella, only me I can miss. Yasef, the next, a little later, Yasef HaTzadik announces himself, one of the most precious moments in the whole Torah. But I missed, I wasn't there. When Yasef announced, I was stuck on Eich Elel Avi Vanari, how can I face my father and my brother's not with me? And I was stuck on that. Now, the truth is that part of Limit HaTorah is to let go sometimes. And here, I missed out on Yosef introducing himself because I got stuck on Anar Eich El Elavi Vanari Nenuiti. And there's an art in Libra to let things go and see the whole picture. And I want to share something as follows. There's a machloikas in the Gemara if somebody went through difficulties. Somebody went through difficulties in their life. Daga belevish, worries in the heart. It says, Pasuk, the smartest man who ever lived, says, Yasichena. What should you do if you have worries? You've been through. And it's a machloikas in the Gemara what Yasichena means. One approach in the Gemara means forget about it. Melashin hesachadas. Yasichena, move on. And one approach in the Gemara is Yasichen al talk about it. 
Machlaikas in the Gemara. We're living in a generation that's bringing a tremendous tikkun. I grew up in a generation and things are changing. Each one's beautiful. Each one's beautiful. The earlier Dairus, Naira, Naira. The, the earlier Dairus, Sadiqim Gemurim. And what Sitkus was, was power through. Power through. You can do it. Learn, Davin, keep Shabbos. Power through. Beautiful things to learn from that. Amazing. Earlier Dairus, we stand in awe at the earlier generations. There's a revolution of kids today that anybody who's honestly observing. I watch my kids, my own children. There's a revolution. Tell a kid today, power through, just do it. I'm in Sar. I have a place in me. We have much, we have many parts of ourselves. I'm in pain. I'm hurting. I'm feeling emotional nuance. We have a generation that's begging. You won't succeed with power through. It won't work. Try it. It won't work. The only success is, and a generation is being misakin. It's the dar before Mashiach. And we're getting to places that need to be gotten to. To bring godliness, to bring kedusha to every aspect of our existence. We have a generation that's focused on details, all different parts within ourselves, and they won't let go of it. I need to reconcile, I need to resolve, I need to understand, I need to fix. I want Yiddishkeit in that deepest, deepest place in me. And there's a generation that's bringing, and that's why Pneumia Satira, because it's a generation that's so pneumistic. That's why Pneumia Satira is, is so rampant today, because it's touching deep, deep places as people need to get to deep places within themselves. And people are figuring out and examining their journey and studying and fixing and healing and bringing Kedusha to all different places inside. There's a machloikis in the world of therapy and everything's in the Torah. There's chacham bagayim, Torah there's not. And Torah has everything. There's, a mach, there's two approaches. Anybody who knows about the world of therapy, there are two approaches. They're all different. There's, there's the CBT, DBT, all these behavioral therapies that focus from now, forget the past. You see, chena, hesachadas, from now, let's learn healthy behaviors and then there's all different therapies, EMDR, and all different therapies that involve going back, child, all different inner child work and healing and fixing up and resolving and crying and grieving. It's obvious to me, no machloikas and shas is mikatsela is to extreme. The one who says go weiter is not saying you should forget everything of the past. That's, there's no, there's no machloikas and shas that's mikatsela That's so extreme. You always lessen a machlaikis. There is a machlaikis, a machlaikis in the Gemara. And what the focus for sure, how much is a machlaikis? But there are two approaches that are both emes, elu ve'elu, divrele kimchaim. We have watched people go back and, and try to heal and focus, but they get stuck. They're learning too much eon. They get stuck. They're stuck on a detail. Why did it have to happen that way? And they get stuck there for years instead of pushing forward. 
Hashem has a plan. Hashem's bringing me places. They get stuck on the detail. It's too much eon. It's too much eon. There's a yasichen emidaitoy. Move weiter. Go weiter. See the bigger picture. Look at a beautiful place where you're at. See where you're at. Yosef HaTzadik tells his brothers, it's Naira. We're all on a derech. We're all on a journey. And it's Naira what he tells his brothers. On the road, you can't learn so much iyun. There's when, you, when you're overly focused, you, you're missing the bigger picture. Hashem is running. Let go. Let go. Brothers, Taira brothers. So much went down, so much happened. You're going to fight. Who did it? Which one caused it? The drash with the pshad, it's all saying the same thing. You're going to stand here. We ended up in Egypt. We sold our brother. We did so much wrong. Step back. Step back and step away. Hashem runs the world. Let it go. See the sugya, the beautiful sugya. Hashem's running and leading us. We're here. He's taking care of us. Hashem has reasons. But I did this, I did that. You too. You're too much stuck in you, not in the sugya. You're too in you. Let go. Let the sugya be. Sometimes with Eun, you end up learning you, not the sugya. The second, the things I learned quicker, I know better because it wasn't me involved. It was the sugya, not me. Sometimes the guy who's in the middle of his shear is asking, and t- listen a little bit, slow down, here, let the sugya flow, don't choke it. You're allowed to ask, ask everything. There's a place for Ion. Ask on every nuance, there are reasons for every detail. It's not because there aren't answers. It's not because we're afraid of questions. We live for questions are stunning and wonderful. But let the sugya flow also. brothers. Don't fight. Don't learn Ian on the road. Sit back. Hashem has a plan. He's leading us. He's guiding us. Let the sugya go. See, see the Yad Hashem. See the, look, look where we are. We're good places. We're all the brothers. We're all united. We're all here together. Why we got here and how to happen. All the regrets. All the questions. All the self-doubt. Let it go. Let it slide. On this point, road, on this beautiful road, sometimes stop learning the eon and just see the beautiful picture that Hashem is leading us. He's guiding us. He guides us through human heroes and he guides us through human error. That's also the way how Hashem guides us. But he's guiding nonetheless. These words of the Torah, of our precious Torah, and a generation, Yosef HaTzadik speaks to our generation as a story of our generation. And that Yosef HaTzadik specifically to a generation that he speaks to us, a 17-year-old, alone in a country surrounded by Zima, with difficulties, with challenges, with Nisyanus, but he's true to himself, Yosef HaTzadik. Yosef is the messenger to our generation, and he says to our generation, brothers, let it go. Let it go. Not so much in. On the road called life, of all the journey and all the things. There's Eon, of course, and we're allowed to analyze. And of course, you see, for sure. That must be. Talk about it. Work through. Resolve for sure. For sure, you're not allowed to give this message if you don't. 
If you don't point out, you see Chanel Acherim, talk about it and work through, but I'll tear Gezubadarach. But on the road, not so much Ion, he says to his brothers. That's the first thing I wanted to share with, with everybody here, something that I, that I think is being said here. I'll tear Gezubadarach. I think this to a generation. In our Derech, I think, and from Yosef Atzadik, that he says to us, I'll tear Gezubadarach. Don't learn so much Ion on the road. Figure out, there's a time, there's a place, but sometimes let it go. Let it go. And Mamish says, don't learn the Eon. And Chazal says, and, and Rashi brings the Medrash, don't analyze who's fault, who caused. Rabbi Shalom runs the world, let it be, and accept the now. Serve Hashem and appreciate Hashem is guiding us and leading us. It's interesting to me that the Torah teaches us Emunah. The Torah says by, by the sogi of Makkah, building a Makkah, that if there's a dangerous situation, one has a mitzvah daraisa, it's an asay and a loisasei, to build a Makkah, to build a fence. If there's a high area that somebody's likely to fall, they have a beautiful mechitzah, it's a mitzvah daraisa. If it's a high area somebody could fall off, you have to build a, a wall. It's an asay, it's a Makkah, it's a loisasei, loisasei, dam and veisecha. And it says there, Kiyipol Hanoifel, lest the faller falls. Chazal asks, the faller falls, lest the human being falls. A man or a woman will fall off. But it says, lest, Kiyipol Hanoifel, lest the faller falls. Says Chazal, Roy Zelipol. Teaches you Ashkoche, he was supposed to fall. Now, anywhere in the Torah could teach us that everything that happens is from Hashem. Here, why does it teach it to us here by building a fence? That if somebody fell, it was Ashkoch Hashem. Specifically, there was human error. Somebody left an area without a fence. And there, it's so easy to say, so wasn't Ashkoch HaShem. It was supposed to happen, Ashkoch HaShem runs the world. HaShem runs the world, except. Accept and see the beautiful picture. When you're not, of course, there's a place, there's a time, there's such a thing of, of being ma'ayin, but there's such a thing, let the picture play out. See the whole sugya, you'll be impressed. Yosef Atzadik tells his brothers, look at the whole sugya, you'll be impressed. You step back, look what Hashem's guiding us and leading us. He sent me to Mitzrayim, it came from your error, not from your error, just step back. I'm in Mitzrayim and all the brothers are here and the goalists that you all know we need and look, we together, look at the beauty, appreciate it. Altir Gezubadar. We could talk about this probably for the next 30 years. I want to share two other things. It's hard to part from this point in the Torah because I'm the guy who couldn't turn the Torah and read the next words. So it's hard to part from this. This is, it's, it's striking me this last couple of years. This Altir Gezubaderech Yosef is striking me. I think there's something very, very valuable here that Yosef Atzadik is saying, but I want to share two other points. I want to share two ideas in Chinuch, in education. I want to share two ideas. One idea I want to share is I heard a word from Rebbe Ron Shlita. He's Avigdor Ben Ayim's, he's his Rosh Hashiva, his Rebbe, Rebbe Ron, wonderful tzaddik in Eretz Yisrael. And he said at Torah that I want to share my understanding of his Dvar Torah. 
said by others, but that's who I heard it from. And he said as follows, Yaakov Avinu, when he's told that Yosef HaTzadik by the brothers is Nifter, it says, Vayimoyin Lesnachim, he refused to be comforted. Vayimoyin, refused, I'm not being comforted. Vayimoyin, he uses that word, remember that word, Vayimoyin. If he refuses to be comforted, I won't be comforted. Why did he refuse to be comforted? Because he sensed, he sensed that Yosef HaTzadik, he sensed, that Yosef HaTzadik's alive. He sensed it. It's, it's something, every, the grass says that every Yid has Ruach HaKodesh. I'm very into, we get stuck in our thoughts. Thoughts are powerful. They're things deeper than our thoughts. I'm very into trusting gut. Trust the sense of something, a gut. Trust the gut, a gut is important. I was speaking on Shabbos Shuvah and Yeshiva to the guys. Shalosh this time. I was talking to the guys. I get this gut that I have to quote. I'm old friends with Reb Sandler. It's funny, I'm doing it right now. I, I'm not a name dropper. It's Geshmak. to say I'm friends with Reb Sandler. He's a big kid from Five Times. I'm dropping the name now. He's a big person. During Shalosh I get this gut that I have to quote him. I've never quoted him in my life. I knew we were together. And I quoted him on something he once said to me, Good Shabbos. It was garnish. But I had a gut that I have to quote him. And I hold, you don't throw away your gut. So I quote him. Okay. Oh, I don't know. So I quoted something I once heard from him. It, it, to say it tied in, I quote A gut, I'm very into that. You have a sense, so then you do it. No questions. Is it smart, not smart? Our brains are our brains, but there's, there's more than our brains. So I quote him. He calls me Sunday morning. We never speak. We haven't spoken in years. And he called me Sunday morning. And he says, and it turned out it was an hour before I quoted him. He quoted something that I once told him. He asked if, I said, if he said it right. And it's clear that Hashem was, I was being makir toiv. He quoted Shabbos. We couldn't speak. He quoted me, so I quoted him. A gut is an important part of us all. We all, the grass says, you, me, everybody here, every year is Ruach HaKadosh. We're, it's the Gemara has a line, We all trust your gut. If you have a gut on something, don't put it away. Your gut's important. Mind is important, there's things deeper. So Yaakov Avinu doesn't take a comfort because his mazel understands that Yosef is still alive and he's not going to be comforted from a son who's not dead, he's alive. That's the simple pshat. But there's another point that has to be recognized here. If Yosef at Sadiq is not alive, then he's a Navi Sheker. Can you imagine a person could do an Avera by dying? If he's dead, he's a sinner. Yosef at Sadiq had a prophecy that his brothers are going to bow to him. It's a prophecy. If he dies, he's a Navi Sheker. It's an Avera. If he dies, then he's a sinner. So Yaakov Avinu doesn't believe his son is a sinner. He can't believe he's dead. If he's dead, he's a chayte. Because he had a prophecy that he's a false prophet. He refused my son's not a sinner. So he refuses to be comforted, to say he's dead. Yosef died. Mm-mm. He had a prophecy. It didn't happen. If he's dead, he's another sheker. He's not comforted. Later on, Yosef HaTzadik is presented with the greatest challenge of his life. 
He's tempted to sin. Vayimotin, that famous shalshelis. Vayimotin, same word, Vayimotin, he doesn't sin. Sedra Baron Shlita, that Yosef Atzadik got the Kayach, Hashem uses words exactly. Where did he get the Kayach Vayimotin? He refused to sin. Because Vayimotin, because Yaakov Avinu refused to believe he was a sinner. The Vayimotin, Yaakov said he's a Tzadik. That Vayimotin gave the Kayach to Yosef Atzadik not to sin. The Vayimotin, Vayimotin. I saw in a beautiful Sefer, that it says, Yosef HaTzadik, by the sin, saw the most he saw the most shall of him. All of us translate, he saw his father. He saw the most shall of him. He saw that his father is the most. He was going to sin, he saw Yaakov Avinu and doesn't sin. I saw in a holy safer, Heike, it's worth to travel to tell you this, that he saw the most shall of him he saw his, the most yoknai means he saw himself, how his father sees him. The most yoknai, he saw his own form, Shalavim. He saw how his father looks at him. He didn't sin. My tata looks at me as a precious person, he didn't sin. He saw the most yoknai, what? His own the most, Shalavim, the way his father sees him, and he didn't sin. One of the most important things in Chinuch of our children, ourselves also, I dare say, but let's pretend it's easy. We talk about our kids and then we can learn for ourselves. One of the most important things in Chinuch is not to be nervous. Not to be nervous. Now, there are two types of not to be nervous. There's cognitive dissonance. There's a not nervous that you're just out of touch. It's a certain type of not nervous. You're out of touch. In the world of faith, there are people who say the word hamuna, but it's fake. They just detach from reality. Said, I'm not nervous, I'm not nervous. Men are, us men are very good at this. We just detach. I'm not nervous. <laughs> you're not nervous, you're not, you're not emotionally present. I'm not talking about a not nervous of a detached not nervous. There was an American thinker who said that I wouldn't give a fig for simplicity on this side of complexity but I give my life for simplicity on the other side of complexity. One more time. I wouldn't give a fig for simplicity on this side of complexity, but I give my life for simplicity on the other side of complexity. They're two simple people. It's a simple person who's just not sophisticated, just doesn't know that I wouldn't give a fig for that type of simplicity. But there's simplicity after, you know. We spoke about Altir Gizubaderach, not to learn Iyun. There are two people who don't learn Ian. One is too shallow. And one says, let the sugya, don't choke the sugya. The simplicity, when we say here, to have faith. When we say here not to be nervous, I'm not talking about I'm not nervous because I'm emotionally detached. If I would ask anybody here, this, one of these tables, I'm, I apologize to use this muscle, my mother taught me like a table. My father won't put his hat on the table. The dining room table, the dining room table. A table is very, very holy. So even to give the muscle of walking on the table, my, my, my mother was here, maybe I'd hold back. Don't tell her. But the kitzer is that if I would ask somebody, could you walk across this table? I think everybody here, you see the table's pretty thin. Everybody here could walk across the table from one end to the other, no problem. 
No problem. Wouldn't be hard. I would challenge anybody here to do it easily. Now raise that table 5,000 feet in the air and walk across. You'd be shaking because your life's on the line. You'd be shaking. It wouldn't be so easy. You wouldn't be sure. Could I? Can't I? I? Probably we can, but... So we say don't be nervous. We're very nervous about our children because we care so much. It's easy, like somebody else. I have discovered the more I care about a guy, sometimes the worse Rebbe I am. Because I yell at him like a parent because I care too much. So look at don't stop! You get so upset at him because you care. It's 5,000, your life's on the line. It's easy for a person comes in, you know, calm down. You tell the parents, you have to be more calm, you have to be more calm. Because you don't care, I care. <laughs> so I'm not talking about a calmness and a confidence that comes simply, that comes because of a lack of connection, emotional connection. I'm talking about that you're nervous because you care enough to be nervous. And then you find the confidence to focus on the mindless. How many people come with concerns for a child? I'm so nervous. I know he's good, but. And they do know he's good, but. And the but is what they're focused on. But he's so wild, but he gets in so much trouble in class. But I found him once. I came to his room on sh- But. And the answer to the question is stop focusing on the butt of your question. Focus on his mylus. Focus. You're not, you're not ignoring. You're just dominated by your focus on the preciousness of the soul. You're dominated. I want to tell you, I was to a thought that I want to share with Aiki. And I, I want to share this with you in Chinuch, with all of us in the Chinuch of our children. And I dare say ourselves as well, please keep this in mind. I had the following thought, Aiki, on Shmini Atzeris. Shmini Atzeris is a day, the closest in the whole calendar, the whole year. It's the day we celebrate closeness, us and Hashem. I love you, Hashem. Stay with me. Shmini Atzeris is after complete purification. You had Rosh Hashanah, Saras, Yom Kippur, Sukkot, Hashanah, Rabbah. You're like, not with Hashem, you're pure. After 21 days from Rosh Hashanah to Hashanah, Rabbah, the purest people, and you come Shmini Atzeris, you're perfect. And Hashem says, I love you, and you enter into this awesome embrace with God. 21 days, Rosh Hashanah, it says, Ach is 21. 21 days, then Simcha, joy, unbelievable, remarkable joy of a clean person, person who's pure, who's back into the most important relationship of our life. Nismcha v'nagila Bach, day 22, Bach is 22. After 22 days, I just... Shemini Atzeris. And then the thought occurred to me. Kalish, how do you do Rosh Hashanah? Let's say a guy didn't have such a good Aseris, he made Shuvah. So what do you tell him on Shemini Atzeris? Wait for next year? Because <laughs> Yom Kippur was okay. So wait, Shemini Let's say a guy was... Somebody was converted... On Shmini Atzeh, say Shmini Atzeh, this one's not for you. It's 21 days. You'll get it next year. Study your practice for next year. 
Guy became a Balchuva Arab Shmini Atzeris. Skip the holiday. You didn't have 21 days. And if somebody didn't do so well, so what happens then? I don't mind saying, I'm not an apologist. Maybe a case of Shmini Atzeris is not for him. In my Siddur, I looked carefully. It didn't say, like, say this if, like, you know, had you do the last 21 days. It just didn't say it in my Siddur, so I'm skeptical. So what do you do? A day of joy for one who had a certain success. Did we have that success? And what dawned on me on Shmini Atzeris, a gift from Hashem, is Shmini Atzeris is a fact. And it's a fact. There's a place called Shmini Atzeris. We get very confused by time. There's a place called Shabbos. There's a place called... It's a spiritual fact, Shmini Atzeris. And there's a place in us all that's untouched by sin. The 21 days are to access that place. That place is true if you slept, if somebody was in a coma. From Rosh Hashanah, Seris Mechuba Yom Kippur, Hashanah Rabbah. It is true that the more work we do, it's easier to access and to experience the place called Shmini Atzeris. There is a place that we are untouched by sin. You and I are a soul of precious in every human being. Every yid is a ben melech. Every single yid in the world is a place untouched by sin. Untouched. It's called Shmini Atzeris. Ikvi imi, you and I. That's a truth. That's a fact. Shmini Atzeris is a fact. Of course, the more work we do, we can access and experience that fact. But there's a fact called Shmini Atzeris. Ikvi imi yaymecha, you and I, Nishama. That, that understanding allows us in a deep way with all the troubles we face, somebody's struggling and we're, and we're nervous and we care, but we're aware of the preciousness of this person. And maybe from the most important things in Chinuch, from the most powerful things that we could do is believe in somebody and see and have a remarkable focus on the preciousness that is. The Vayimoyim Lesnachim Yaakov Avinu's unwillingness, Yosef cannot have died, for saying he died announces he's a Navi Sheker, and my son's not a Navi Sheker. I don't believe death itself. And that Vayimoyim Lesnachim causes Vayimoyim, he doesn't sin. In a tremendous act of courage and strength, that Shalshelis, that powerful Shalshelis, is because Yaakov Avinu refuses to believe that he's a sinner. That seeing... I once went, I once went to a convention, a lot of Talmidim of, of the, the Eishat Torah Rosh Weinberg. And I went to a Shabbos, a convention from his Talmidim. And it was very beautiful. The Talmidim were talking a lot about their Rebbe. It's beautiful to hear somebody I hadn't met, but I've heard about. And they were talking beautifully about their Rebbe. And one Talmud got up, and the Shabbos was a beautiful Shabbos. And one Talmud got up and he said, Oi, that Rebbe should say this. <clears throat> he was frustrated. Anybody standing here would say that when I am to the rub was impacted, Reb Miller, Reb Miller should see the impact. He should see the beautiful shul. And I'm sure in Shemayim he says it, of course, but of course. 
But this Talmud wanted his Rebbe, he wanted, he know, I'm sure he knew his Rebbe sees it, but he wanted to see his Rebbe seeing it. <laughs> see, oh, he like gave a groan, ah, that Rebbe should see this. Oh, it hurt him, and he knows his Rebbe and Shemayim sees, but he doesn't see his Rebbe seeing, and that hurt him. Another Talmud gets up. So this Talmud was groaning. That Rebbe should see this. And another Talmud got up and he said, this is here because Rebbe saw it. So another Talmud got up. He said, no, 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 no. You don't understand. This is here because Rebbe saw it. That's our job with our children. To see it, to see it, to see it. To see the truth. Everything else is distraction. When a parent comes, I'm so nervous, but my son... And I know he's good. Stop, stop. Grab onto that with everything you got, because it's true. Stop being clouded. You're clouded when you see nonsense. You're seeing noise. Stop. Stop. You're seeing noise. It's when more information is less. You can know the person less. I'll tell you something interesting. I have an, in- I have an interest in history. My mother, is a histor- my mother is a major and has taught history for many, many decades. And I like history. I'm curious. I'm, some like for history. I have seen a certain type of historian that will say on a big person, they know the dirt. So they'll say, Kivegi, you heard that story? And they know like one controversial story. And I always feel when people do that, I know Rabbi Kivager less. I know him more than you because I don't know that story. That story, you don't understand it. Sometimes you know a person less because you know a piece of information. But from a guy, when you're close to somebody, they'll always want to share their flaws with you. I have to tell you this. What are they saying? I want you to know me. To love somebody is to know. To know real. In the Torah, love is v'yadat. Is to know. So they want to tell you a flaw. I know you better. I know you better than you because you know the flaw by yourself, and I don't. So I know you better than you. Sometimes to know a piece of information pulls you further away. I had the opportunity. I was called in by a very hush of a person. I was called in by a very hush of a person and he asked questions about the yeshiva. He wanted to know questions about the yeshiva I'm involved in. Now this is a person who's very careful with their words, an exactness of words. And in the middle of the conversation, I said to him, the guys are energetic, Lebanek, energetic. And he called me out. He had some good call outs. This one I disagreed, I called him out. He said energetic. He was upset. Say it. He did this Avera, energetic. He thought it wasn't specific enough. Energetic. If I said the Avera, I promise you know the guy less than if you know he's energetic. Avera is not the story. He's energetic. That's the story. Beautiful energy. If I would say, I said more specific, more exact. Energetic was the exact word. Much more than if I would tell you what he did. He's energetic. Yeah. That's much more the story. Focus and see the neshama, the purity. It's the main thing in Chinuch. The main thing in Chinuch, all of us know in our precious children, we raise them. We know the beauty. In our own selves, we know our souls. 
Hold on to that tight. Hold on tight to that. See that. Notice it. It's not ignoring other things. I'm not saying that at all. But this is dominates. It dominates. It dominates the tzedkos, that is. The neshama that is dominates. I've seen it. I've seen a mother, I've seen a father save their kid's life. The main Yeshua is because they see it. And then it is because they see it. And the kid also eventually finds it because the parent sees it. The kid will see it too. That's my first message that I want to say in Chinuch is to try not to worry. Try not to, but I'm worried, but I'm worried. Good, your job is not to worry. But not the worry of simplicity on this side of complexity. Not the worry because I don't know. The, 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 the simplicity on the other side of it. You know, you know, you know, you're understanding. It's a complicated world. There are challenges. Yosef Simitzrayim, there's a lot there by Yemayim Lesnachim. But I, but I, the mensch, the person, I know who they are. I'm not afraid. I'm not afraid in a deep, in, in, in a person who feels and is not afraid. A spouse tries to comfort their spouse, the wife, the husband, the wife with Hamuna. They have a family worried. There's a health issue, a parnas issue, and they're worried. If you say Hamuna from that place that you don't, that you just detached, Hamuna, Hamuna, you don't comfort anybody. But if you understand the worry, you're there, you're emotional, you get it. But you just understand how much Hashem loves us. And you grab on to authentic emuna. It's the other side of complexity. If you grab on to authentic, I'm not worrying because I see some, a truth that's more powerful than the worry. You comfort everybody around you. And that, that belief in our children, that's the ikar of chinuch. But it has to be real. It's not cheap and not easy. It has to be work. It has to be a process. It's a not worried on the other side of worry, that I've worked through the worry, but, but I have found something deeper than the worry. And the deeper than the worry is I know my son. It stops being, he's such a good kid, but it's just he's such a good kid. The other, the other thing is like so little. Is so, and other people will see it. I always dive into Hashem about my kids. Please, I beg you, Hashem, what I see in my kids, they need one person outside the family to see. Because a kid always says, okay, my son came home from school. Yeah, he just recently started school. He chapped something. My wife said, you're the cutest, best. He said, every mother thinks that about their kid. He met other kids also that mama thought that because it's true. So your dad and somebody else should see also the truth that you see. But I'm not letting go of the truth I see. No chance. I'm not going to let go of it. No chance. See the truth. Grab on to the truth and don't let go of the truth. And then our children will see what we see. But it's an avayda. It's not shallow words. That means we have to... And there's much... When you raise the table to 5,000... Yeah, there's the scare. So it takes work. Not to be scared is not words. It's not simple. It takes avayda, it's a processing something. Processing the truths I know to the point that I've overcome my fears. I can share that, I can give that over. That's the first message. The second message, and it's late, it's, I apologize to go so long. Where, so this, this will, I'll, do, I'll tell you, I'll say this fast, but I want to share this. I was sitting with my family by the Hanukkah Neiris. And I was thinking to myself, it's 
Hanukkah, you know, I, I want, maybe I should do something dramatic. Should we play a good game? Should I tell a story, dance? Hanukkah. And I'm not saying certainly that different ages, different approaches, everything's holy. And dance, sing, play a game, enjoy anything. But I want to say that it, what, what hit me, what struck me, I want to tell you what struck me as far as. I'll put that thought and hold. Hanukkah, I want to share it with my kids. Hanukkah, so what should I do? How do I make this magical? I want them in 50 years, Hanukkah. My father, I was growing, I was growing up, pulled out his accordion every Hanukkah. I don't know how to play accordion. I don't even know how to have an accordion. I mean, you can't find an accordion. He pulled, and the guitar, I'm not musical. My father played accordion. What am I going to do? I remember Hanukkah, all the songs we sang. What should I do? Shabbos, I sit in yeshiva, and there are guys I love, and I want to hand the guy Shabbos. I want to hand them Shabbos, that gift called Shabbos. Shabbos. That day that, that's a hug, a kiss. That day that you enter it and everything melts. Shabbos. Everything melts. The Knicks can lose all week on Shabbos. I don't care. Shabbos. Shabbos. Comfort. Happiness. Delightful. Spiritually, physically, emotionally. Shabbos. I want to hand this youngster Shabbos. I ask myself, how am I going to hand him Shabbos? What am I going to do? Scream, sing, what do you do? Shabbos, how do you package? How do you pick it up? What do I do to hand him Shabbos? It's frustrating. He's right here, Shabbos. I walked into the door and during Shalashudas yesterday, we were at Shalashudas, we were singing, you did nefesh. Can I ask Biggie Ben Ayim what you did nefesh going on? It's, it's not a normal situation. Yeah, it's, it's, wow. Singing did nefesh, pure, surrounded by everybody sincerely singing, it's purity, apparent. Shammai Feldman's here, ask you, where's Shammai? Ask your tata what it was like, yeshiva, shalashu this time. He, lo- he wants to come weekly. Am I exaggerating, Shammai? What was his response from Shabbos? Yeah, it's a true story. In the middle of you did nefesh, Somebody runs in, two bachram are in a little squabble, you gotta come. So I, I walk out, and I go to the door, and two guys are, are figuring out how to get along. <laughs> and I'm thinking, it's during Shabbos, so this, I haven't seen them the whole Shabbos. <sighs> how do you hand them that you did nefesh? You know what's going on by you did nefesh? You know what's going on, you calm, life's good, and that, and that. How do you hand shabbos? Should I scream, punish, suspend, hug, kiss? How do I hand them shabbos? There was a guy in yeshiva, for four months had emuna questions. Serious, serious, philosophical kid, sophisticated, not... Real Shilas, Amuna Shilas, serious Shilas. And I, we're talking for four months to no avail. This, conversations, figuring, questions are great. Questions are great, but he's stuck in the kasha. He's 
a kasha that catches you. He's stuck. I want him to like see the sogya, see the next page, stuck in the kasha. He can't read the Gemara's next words, Pasha. Four months. Comes Yom Kippur. It's the only every Shabbos I'm in Yeshiva. Yom Shavuos were together. Rosh Hashanah were together. Yom Kippur, I'm in my shul. So he's going to be in Yeshiva Yom Kippur. So he says, listen, a very stand-up, wonderful person. He's not going to eat Yom Kippur. He's not going to do malacha. Not much. He's not planning, praying. He's, he's stuck. So I, we say goodbye, Erev Yom Kippur, and he goes to Yom Kippur in Yeshiva. I go to Yom Kippur in my shul. Might see Yom Kippur, I meet him, and he looks different. It's Adayoy Mazer. We're a long time after Yom Kippur. He's a different human being. Different human being. It's a long time later. That's Tishrei, 10th of Tishrei. Cheshvin, Kisli, and Achebes, a long time later. What happened, Yom Kippur? He comes to Shul 2, 3 o'clock in the afternoon. Hasn't prayed, hasn't. Walks into Shul. He's fasting. He didn't do Malacha. 2, 3 o'clock, walks into Shul. <gasps> walks into Shul. Okay. He slept, the big tzaddik. He slept, so he wouldn't do Malacha. Tzedkos, schar for sleeping. He slept, so he wouldn't eat. Tzaddik. Tzaddik. Other people would say, you just say words. Had different approaches. He slept. Tzaddik. Comes to shul 2, 3 o'clock. And people are praying. I'll say Yishmanesi. Amazing guy. I'll say Yishmanesi from him. He say, say, opens up the siddur, say Yishmanesi. Saying the prayers, but say, he's stuck. The prayer means nothing. Comes to the Hashamnus. He's gone through the whole Shmanesi. He's up to the Hashamnus. And it's time to bang. And he can't bang. Can't. He's like, just bang. Everybody else is doing just bang. He's, he can't bang. He can't do it. He starts thinking. Then he bursts out crying. And he says, Hashem, you want me to apologize to you? He said, I understand this world. You hide. I get it. You hide. And you hide because if you were open, we'd all be robots. And you want service. May Umka delay. So you hide. I get it. You don't want robots. You want people. Will you hide unfairly from me? He starts saying in his life how slanted it was that you hid from me in such terrible ways. And I was young and didn't understand. And I'm apologizing to you. And for one hour he starts screaming at Hashem. For an hour. He's not, not screaming loud, he's screaming. For one hour he's bawling to Hashem. Yelling for an hour straight. He is an honest fellow after all. After an hour he says to Hashem, but I do admit I pushed you away also. I want to apologize for that. I have what to apologize. I pushed you away also. He starts clapping Hashem. and says that I did push you away also. After he goes through this experience, somehow, remember he came to show two, three o'clock, Meyer comes. And he goes up to a Rebbe in Yeshiva, and he says, I'm not ready for Meir, Rebbe. I'm not ready. I can't, I'm talking to Hashem. Do I have to die for Meir? I don't want to be a Balaveira so fast. I'm in the middle with Hashem. I'm not ready to die for Meir. Just keep going. Just keep going. Didn't die for Meir. He was busy talking to Hashem. Got a problems. 
was busy seven hours, six hours, I don't know how many hours later, was still in the middle with Hashem. He's not ready for Meirev. He's talking to Hashem. He's working things out. I'm not ready for Meirev. Please, I can't have Meirev yet. I'm talking to Hashem. Let them go eat. I'm still talking to Hashem. What happened? He didn't hear any tune. What happened to this Bachar? He didn't hear the chaz and he came. It was the middle of Shemesh. He didn't hear one nice tune. There wasn't like one gishmat. You know what happened to him? Yom Kippur happened to him. You don't have to package Yiddishkeit. Yiddishkeit is emes. Yom Kippur is lufnei Hashem. You don't need a package. You don't need a certain chazan. All those things are nice. Yom Kippur is lufnei Hashem. And a sincere person can touch on Yom Kippur because you're lufnei Hashem without any packaging. What happened to this bachur? Yom Kippur happened. Lufnei Hashem. And he met Hashem. Shabbos is real. We just have to be. Shabbos is bechin of the Beis Hamikdash. In Kippur, the Kaidish Kadashim. The Beis Hamikdash is a place you can feel Hashem on Shabbos. You don't have to do something with it. It's real Shabbos. Prayer is real. The Beis Knesses is real. Talk to Hashem. The second aspect of Yiddishkeit, we spoke about believing in our children and ourselves, is believing in Yiddishkeit. Understanding the truth of Yiddishkeit. Ner is powerful. Ner is a powerful experience. The experience, we don't need a package. I'm not saying we should have beautiful chazanim. There should be many. There should be beautiful chazanim here with beautiful voices. The shul should be stunning. But of course, hither mitzvah, of course. But understand that Yiddishkeit is real. Shabbos, the answer to hand, when I want to hand those two youngsters who were quarreling Shabbos, I have to walk in myself touching Shabbos. I hope, I just sang you the nefesh. And I spoke, I don't know what I said, nothing memorable. But they spoke to somebody who just sang you the nefesh. And I said to Hashem, Hodr, Noah, Ziva Oilam. I said to Hashem, you're beautiful. You're the shine of the world. And then I spoke to those two guys. I don't remember what I said, but they do. Because I just sang you did Nefesh when I spoke to them. Access Shabbos. Access it and come from that place. Access it, touch it, feel it, experience it. And then, just, and then just be present. Access it and be present in your kid's life. What, how do I hand my son Shabbos? By accessing it myself and then just talking to him about anything he wants to talk. How do I give him the Aserisi Mechuva? By accessing it and then just talk. You're talking from somebody who's accessed a reality. Access, shul, access, feel it. We sat by Shalashudas, a fourth of the yeshiva was there. But then every guy will play basketball, might say Shabbos, and there, half the yeshiva will be there. And at Sunday, today's a game the Giants are playing to get into the champ, to the playoffs, three quarters will be there. And they'll sit at that Giant game with guys who sang did Nefesh and felt Shabbos and experienced and life will be different. Access Yiddishkeit, experience it, touch it, touch it. You don't got to make programs. Yom Kippur, you don't have to like, oh, let's, uh, you don't have to do anything, nothing. Access Yom Kippur, access it. 
It's a reality, it's a truth. What you experience in truth, you'll be, somebody will meet you and feel it. They'll feel it, they'll know it. Those two guys are wondering what I promised in the room, it got like holy. It got holy, they were just fighting. It was, it was like, just got holy. We just sung it, did nefesh. You don't have to do anything, you don't have to do anything. You just sang it, did nefesh. I sang it, did nefesh. I, had, I, I felt it, I experienced something. I didn't walk in alone. I came with Hashem. I was with him. We spoke. We spoke. We were laughing. By the end, we all hugged. It was... Because you did nefesh. You don't got to do anything. People always wonder, like, when a guy says, what Gemara should I learn with the guy? Like, which Gemara does it? Because there's a, a partner in Torah, a beautiful thing. So which Sefer is the Sefer that inspired? Where is it? Which book? Office, that's a good one. There. You could learn anything of the Dvar Hashem. Any, look, learn Oksen, Mishvayis, anything. Just touch it yourself. Read it, feel it, bring it into yourself, and then talk to somebody. Yiddishkeit is real. The Hashem's Torah is precious. Tfil is precious. Shabbos is precious. Access it. There's a generation that doesn't, is not accepting. Just do it. Just do it. That's what we did. Just do it. No, 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 no. They want to experience it. They want to get it in their keshkas. So we have to do it. Isn't that annoying? We have to experience it. It's not just do it. Feel it. Experience it. Bring it into yourself. Bring Shabbos into yourself and then just talk to your children. Bring Yom Kippur into yourself. Don't talk Yom Kippur. He'll come into Yom Kippur also. He'll feel Shabbos also. Just experience Shabbos. Sing, feel, talk, work out, connect to Shabbos Kodesh. Your son will experience it, your daughter will experience it as well. So that's the second message. Two faiths that I think that are important in Chinuch. The faith in the person, ourselves included. With our mistakes, with all our journeys, don't learn so much, Ian. With all our mistakes, Shmini Atzeris, there's an untouched purity. And untouched, untouched, un, not marked, not damaged, there's purity in us, in each of us. Feel it, look at our children, see the purity in them, just but real, but real. Aware of the challenges, not a simplicity on this side of complexity, the other side. First lesson in Chenuch is see the greatness in our children, in ourselves. No insecurities, but I did this wrong when my kids were little. We all made mistakes when our kids are little because we're human. It's very cool. I was at a question and answer on Hanukkah and somebody asked, how can I be mechanic my kid if I struggle on that matter? I love that question. <laughs> how can I be mechanic my kid if I struggled on that, if I'm struggling? It's like I struggle. I'm struggling, how can I be mechanic my kid? I want to ask, does anybody have an answer? How can I be mechanic my kid if I don't struggle on the, I don't know, the, that I don't know the answer to. If anybody has an answer, how are you mechanic your kid on something you don't struggle? I don't know the answer. I don't, the answer is you can't. You can't. If you don't struggle on it, so you can't be mechanic, you find somebody else to do it. Hashem will hopefully make it that the things you need mechanic your kid, that you're also human, hopefully. And if you don't struggle, you can't be mechanic anybody. If you didn't make mistakes, you're not human. You can't be mechanic anybody. We can be mechanic precisely because we're human also. And we get it. And we understand struggle, but we still know we're a soul. 
we're still tapped in, we're precious, we're fire, and we're tapped into that. And then we work. Challenges are difficult. We're not, we're not ignoring the challenges. We just have a light that lights up the challenges. We have, we have something powerful that's more powerful than the challenges. We're not ignoring the challenges. We're there. We're there. We, we're aware, very aware. We have something more powerful than the challenges. So faith in ourselves, faith in the people being mechanic. The worst chenech is from a place of insecurity. We're powerful. We're precious. I don't care what mistake we made yesterday or two days ago. I'll tear gezubaderech. So message one, faith in ourselves and our children is message one in chenech. A person's a bad mechanech if they don't believe in themselves. A bad mechanech. Baruchim, sit there thinking you're who knows what, and you're like worried that the Giants going to win today, and the guy thinks you're who knows what. It's a big problem. But the answer is we're all precious. We're all a soul. We're all a soul. We're all precious. Belief in oneself. A person needs to believe in themselves. It's not that that's belief in self. Belief in the person we're being mechanic. That's rule number one in Chenech. I don't know how to start Chenech without that. And rule number two is belief in Yiddishkeit. It doesn't need packaging. I didn't do anything with my kids, Shekhanaka. We sat by the Neiris and we talked. We just sat by the Neiris and we were shmoosing about all different things. That's what we did. There was no game. I'm not saying not to play a game. It just didn't, didn't seem necessary. We lit the Neiris. We all, each of us got up there and lit our Neiris. And then we spoke and then we shmoosed. They're all different about laughter. Some of us like it, some of us don't. But all different things. Yiddishkeit is real. Yiddishkeit's real. The packaging sometimes is goyreya. It's worse. If I am Kippur and Yeshiva, if we said, Chavra, let's um, Shabbos and Yeshiva play Gaga, it would hurt things. We don't play Gaga. We sing Yiddish Nefesh. If I made a Gaga game, it might distract. We'd, we'd love the Gaga game. Tuesday night, that's an excellent idea. On Shabbos, they might not, I don't want to choke Shabbos. Let them feel Shabbos. Believe in Yiddishkeit. Believe in Shabbos is real. Yom Kippur is Lefnei Hashem. Nobody, it's not the Chazim's note that works. Yom Kippur works. It's Lefnei Hashem. Now, everywhere in the world, Lefnei Hashem, Yom Kippur's Lefnei Hashem means that it's easier to access. Beis Hamidbeth, Hashem's everywhere. It's easier to access. So if the person isn't sure, he'll feel it, he'll experience it. A guy had no plans to experience anything. He met Hashem. Their best friends, it's months later, he's very, very close to Hashem. He wasn't ready to dive in you know why? Because it was Yom Kippur. Because it's Shabbos. Because it's the base Knesset. This is real. We're, we're very much, yet we, I'm not, people are saying a lot of Shaz and Shul. Stop saying Shaz and Shul. Stop. Shh, stop, stop, stop. We're trying too hard. We're trying too hard. They mean well. They want quiet, base Knesset. We're trying too hard. We're, let it be organic. It's Shul. It's base Knesset. Just pray, just pray. Stop shying people. Just pray. We're trying too hard. You're making a gaga game. You don't have to. Shabbos is real. Base Knesset. Of course, people should be quiet and shul. But this, there was a generation. Fire through. Come on. We want to experience. People want to feel and experience. Davin and shul. Davin and shul. The message is pray, pray, talk. And what do we do? We should just talk. Then when we talk to the guy at the Kiddush, he's talking to somebody who spoke to Hashem. It's very powerful. Talk to Hashem. The best, better than shying anybody in shul is schmooze with the guy at the Kiddush about his family. But he should be schmoozing with somebody who talked to God. Very powerful.
life-changing. When a guy talks to somebody who just talked to God, I promise that's more effective than any Shah ever will be. He just spoke to somebody who talked to God. There's a, there's a calmness, a lightness, a chaos to that. All of us should be Zaych, all of us. It's, it's, there are a lot of authentic people here. We should all be Zaych, Atir, Gizubaderech. To allow all the stories of our life with Hamuna, with great faith, in a certain way to let go of the Eon, in a certain way. Of course, Yisichena Lachem, Yisichena Midaitai as well. Both, both. We learn this Sugya as a time and a place, but we have the capacity to let the Sugya flow. Hashem's leading us with our good things and with our mistakes, He's leading us. We should all be Zaychat to have the strength to have the Hamuna, the great faith the faith on the other side of complexity, that great, great faith to be confident in ourselves, to be confident in our children. And we should all have that great emunah, that great belief in Yiddishkeit to touch the realness that is Avodah Hashem. Each of us should be zeichet to be Avdei Hashem in truth and with great sincerity. Thank you so much. We could do some questions, but obviously we're going to do a song that's like Pashat. The heaven knows that... Let, We'll teach. Ah, Akiva, let's teach Hashem Mali Rachman. Rabbi Bet the Rav Shlitev. Everyone knows Hashem Mali Rachman. I'm like tone deaf. I ask everybody Mechila. As people learn it, they'll get louder than me. Aiki, you know Hashem Mali Rachman. Maish, you know it. You do know it. So let's say it together. <coughs> I apologize. I'm going to take off the mic for this. That's for sure. <laughs> Hashem Aleichem Rachim Olayim Vikabel Tachanunah Hashem Aleichem Rachim Olayim Vikabel We'll do the low part again, Akiva. Hashem Aleichem Rachim Olah V'kabel Tachanunah Hashem Aleichem Rachim Olah V'kabel Tachanunah Yashem, I'm all a Rahamim, Rahim Olai, Rahim Olai, Hashem, I'm all a Rahamim, Rahim Rachem Olai Rachem Olai Hashem Oim Olai Rachem Olai Rachem Olai 
You feel, I, I, that question with fellow Daniels. So Daniel asks, balance, people think balance is like a kula, is like a leniency, be balanced. Balance is a chumrah, it means you own completely both sides. Daniel says, how do you, we're talking about, let's say specifically, going back to our youth and pushing forward, healing and forgetting, how do you balance? And the answer is if you feel friction. At the point that you feel friction, how to answer any question, it makes you, you, and me, me. Nobody can answer how much to anybody. Somebody tries to tell you how much, run away from them. They're controlling you. 
all our lives figuring out balance. What we want is, is there are the two sides. At the point that I'm stuck and not feeling and not having a friction and moving forward, then I don't have balance. If I feel a friction, I need to feel balance, then you're doing well. And then how to resolve it, that's, that's your name and my name is how I resolve it. That's who we are. But that we feeling the friction means that we have the right ideals in us. And then how we resolve those, you know what I mean? So that's, on this one, if we're not, if somebody's stuck in the past and doesn't have a friction of forgetting, of move on. Al so then they're not, they're not handling balance. If they feel both, they're doing well. How to answer it, that's your name. That's who you are. Very good, it's a very good, I, I, think, I think an important part, very important point in general in Chinuch is to trust yourself. As many people in this, as there are in this room are ways of Chinuch. I'm not passionate a way of Chinuch. It has to be true to yourself. I'm passionate that it has to come from good places. At the point you hold of yourself and at the point you hold of your kid, I don't care how you're They're people very tough, excellent. People very lenient, excellent. That's each person, we, we're handed a child. I believe parents have all the answers. I've come more and more to believe this. In yeshiva, the parents have much more answers. Typically, the guys in yeshiva, Avigdor Ben Ayim is one of the best we've ever had in yeshiva. His success is his father, 100%. Their closeness, their growth together, their development, his success is his father. The success of guys is their parents. I believe in parents a lot. The goal ourselves is to be confident and to be mechanic from a confident place. You have to hold of yourself. Abacher went to his father and cried what he did. He said, I, didn't, I hated myself so I couldn't like you. You have to hold of yourself and see good in your kids and then trust yourself. I'm very into trusting yourself. Does that, it doesn't mean not to ask somebody, and it does mean a lot of honest calling out. Am I coming from a place of goodness? But once you're coming from that place of goodness, trust yourself. I'm not passionate, strict. People, parents will tell me, I know you're not into being tough. I'm into being tough. It's not, it's not part of the equation. Each person, all unique, the chinuch should be from within, but it has to come from good midas. We can call ourselves out when our chinuch is from kas, then you're not accessing your wisdom. When our chinuch is from bad places. But the answer, any style of tough, how tough, all of us, as sure as Hashem gave us the kid, gave us the chachma to deal with the kid. As long as from a good place, from a good place, holding of ourselves, holding of the kid. That's why I like speaking about klalim and chinuch more than the pratim, because the pratim taka we have to figure out, each of us, knowing every nuance of our kid. 
leaning into their story, getting them, and then be mechanic from that place. If we don't lean into their story, we don't know our kid. I was listening, when I went into that room, when I went into that room during Yedid Nefesh, it somehow came up, the guys started talking in front of me about having kids, it was very interesting. It went from a fight to this whole conversation, having kids, and I was just listening. It's a beautiful transition from Yedid Nefesh, the next step. They were talking about, does your father know you or not? I was just a fly on the wall, listening. Does your dad know you or not? I found that fascinating. Know your kids, know them, but real. Lean into their story. Then how you choose to be mechanic. There are as many people in this room as that's how many approaches there are in this room. Be yourself, but from a place of good midas and from a place of you know, you know who you're being mechanic. That's what I would say. Because we have three more minutes. Uh, somebody's hands up in the back. I think, I think, I, what's your name? Ah, she attacked Yaakov, she's name's Leia, the rough one I said. Fascinating. Yaakov loved Leia, I want to say Yaakov loved Leia more than any single person in the world, except Rachel. The Torah says that Hashem saw she was hated, you learn a tremendous thing that in a spouse, liking anybody more than them is a beginner. He loved, it's open psukim, he loved Leah. He loved Rachel, me Leah, which means he loved Rachel, number one, number two. Anything more than a spouse, Hashem sees that as a level of sinner, is amazing, is an amazing thing. But um, the question is phenomenal. I think, I think what's very, very important is the truths are very natural in us. I think often, one, I, I once was in a room with a Bachar and his mother. And the Bachar was describing, in eighth grade, had a lot of Yisurim in his life, and he started crying. He said, Ma, you were governing my phone. I just wanted your love. I just wanted you. I just wanted you. She started crying and said, I wanted to hug you and somebody advised me. And I cringe, somebody advised me. Her love was natural. I wanna say that the truths are naturally in us. Naturally we see good in other people. It's only our own 
insecurities that stop what's natural. If we grab on to the truths of our own goodness, we'll see goodness in others. It's natural. I don't think somebody has to be from to see good in others. It's natural. I want to end with this verse. I want to end. There's a tzaddik and a yeshur lev. And the Malbim says that higher than a tzaddik is a yeshur lev. And that's what your, your tremendous observation. Growth and steiging is natural. And the more natural, if you see somebody, I, I don't like the word flipping out because that usually means they're doing terribly. It, now I know on a bachar if it's good, if he looks comfortable, if he looks cool. Natural is yishrei leiv means your heart is straight. Yishrei leiv, your heart, it's higher than a tzaddik. A tzaddik is forcing means You know somebody who's from, who's trying too hard? And that's a tzaddik, it's a beautiful thing, but they're trying so hard. Yishrei leiv means a straight heart, natural. I think we can find in ourselves naturally the right things. If we're secure with ourselves, we'll find people look good. Amazing. If people are not looking good, we have to ask, why is that happening to me? I think Adam Yashar Nailad, we were born that way. I think a lot of steiging is to find it in ourselves. We're not looking. It's the confusing part about steiging. We're not looking to, to break ourselves. We're, not, we're looking for the natural. We're, the neshama's in us. It's there. We're just accessing, being more in touch with it. I love that shuvas to return. Maybe I never was good. I, I was troubled from first grade, Rebbe. And yet shuvas called returning natural. So I think it's an important part of steiging is finding that which is natural. I'm amazed time and time again when people grow how comfortable it looks and feels. It's natural in us. It's fine. It doesn't mean it's easy. Because there's many obstacles to that which is natural. Natural doesn't mean easy. It's not what we say. It's hard, but it's natural. It's there. The skills are there. The tchunais are all in us. It's a matter of accessing it. That's difficult work to access it. That's a lot of calling out, a lot of honesty, a lot of facing things, but it's natural. That was to be the short answer. Thank you so much for being so patient for so long. Have an excellent day.